I'm Aubrey, and this is Aubrey the Podcast, and I'm exposing myself to you. Uh-oh, let's go. Welcome to Aubrey the Podcast, a place, situation in which I squeeze myself into the form of one completely unpredictable audio experience. It's my act of improv. So as you know, I have a wacky box. Well, you might not know because you might not have ever listened to this, but I have a box of index cards full of writing and ideas and topics that I've written down over the years of things I want to talk about or blog about or things I'm interested in. And for this podcast, I've pulled different cards to talk about. And the ones I pulled out today, which I think is actually perfect, and I'll tell you why these cards are perfect, pulled out today a lot of cards about anxiety, which is a national epidemic. I mean, come on. Do you know anyone who doesn't have anxiety? If you do, I would like them to be a guest and interview them and find out how and why they don't have anxiety. I think it's a very human thing to have anxiety. So I don't think there's anybody that doesn't have anxiety, but I'm talking like anxiety is a chronic problem. So I pulled out a bunch of things. First, I, st- I found a, a something I wrote on this little card. I'm going to read. <laughs> it's so funny when I find things because I, I write down quotes from brilliant people. And sometimes I pull out something and I, <laughs> I have this habit of if I write something and then I put my words somewhere on it or me so that I know that this piece of this thought piece or this writing that I've written, (laughs) apparently I think it's so brilliant (laughs) that I have to make sure that I reference it. So later, I don't think it's like Walt Whitman or Einstein or, you know, some famous thought leader or Oprah. Anyway, I just find that really funny. It's a, it's like, it's a form of self-appreciation. Here's something I wrote. You know, I pulled multiple anxiety cards out. Apparently, my higher guidance wants me to talk about anxiety with you all, to you all. Hopefully, this will be more of a conversation one day. But for now, it's just me in a room with Bocce back there, sleeping away. (coughs) All right, so this is what I wrote. My words. (laughs) One of the main... Sorry, just cracks me up. One of the main ways anxiety is reduced is by connecting to God, source, the space of oneness where there is no separation, no duality. It's what every major spiritual tradition, religion, meditation, practice, etc. has pointed to for thousands and thousands of years. But how to get there is the question. One of the simplest, most straightforward ways to experience this non-duality, this oneness, is to simply recognize thought. See thought, just see it, notice it, and start. And I didn't write anymore. Just see it, notice it. So this concept, idea of just seeing thought and noticing it, just knowing that we're thinking, just seeing that we think thoughts, this is uh, inspired by something I studied and continue to study. Let's study but learn about. I try to see deeper and deeper and deeper. It's called the three principles. It's a a group of people who have come together to talk about and teach 
and see deeper into the truth of life as defined by a man named Sidney Banks. Sidney Banks was a mystic who started off, he's a very normal human being. I think he was a welder, he was Scottish, and he had one of these sort of enlightenment experiences where he saw how life worked. He or they, I don't know, he, he, at first he wanted to teach psychologists and his goal was to get rid of this concept of mental illness and just get rid of mental illness and help people help their patients in a way that modern medicine wasn't and still isn't completely. I'm not knocking modern medicine. I'm just saying when it comes to mental illness, we really fall short. So Sidney Banks, apparently he was at his therapist. This is before he saw how we experience life. He was at his therapist and his therapist said, you're not insecure, you just think you are. And supposedly that was the revelationary thought idea that was like to Sydney Banks. I'm not insecure. I just think I am. So then I riffed on that because I wrote me, colon. <laughs> You're not confused or indecisive or stuck. You just think you are. Apparently I was confused, indecisive, and stuck. You're not a Republican or Democrat or independent. You just think you are. I mean, this is not the truth of who we are. These identity pieces are not who we are. They are our thoughts about who we are. Just seeing this, it sounds so simple, but to see it is so profound. So as a good coach would say, I invite you to see this for yourself. I both love and detest that phraseology. I invite you because it's so learned. So it feels contrived and a little bit like uh, manipulative, but it's also a lovely, gentle way to be encouraged to go in a direction. So I do like being invited. So anyone who coaches me or talks to me about something, and if they invite me, I will happily consider being invited. (laughs) It's a much nicer way than telling someone what they should or should not do. So I get it. I respect it. So anxiety. You know, I really, really, really care about anxiety, not just because I experience it and because so many people I love and I'm close to experience such significant debilitating levels of it. And I love them. And I wish it wasn't the case. We need to treat anxiety, I think, like the national problem it is and not see medication as the first line of defense. It's You know, anxiety is the first stage of many to most problems we have. You can trace it right back to anxiety. You can go to root cause. You can spiral it right back to a boatload of anxiety. I was carrying around chronic disease processes, you know, uh, autoimmune disorders, relationship problems, parenting difficulties. I could say many to an overwhelming majority of problems start back at anxiety. And chronic anxiety is called stress. So, I mean, everything. We've got, you know, all sorts of brain disorders. Addiction starts with anxiety and stress. Depression, probably ADD, ADHD, or that get it becoming debilitating and worse. That starts with anxiety chronic anxieties become stress. So it's it's really important that we understand how and why our anxiety sort of starts and kind of what we can do about it in a real way. 
in a real way, meaning in a holistic way. Like there's not just two or three things you can do. There's like 20 things you can do about your anxiety. And one of the best things I've ever seen work on myself and other people is understanding how our experience happens. And the three principles, while it's definitely not, oh, Bachi's having a dream. Let's listen to it for a second. Oh, I mean, how cute is that? Is there anything cuter than a dog dreaming? This is a commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by Bachi's Dream. You know, I have to recommend a book, The Missing Link, which, okay, let's just call it what it is. It has a really cheesy cover. This looks like a greeting card that no one would buy. Apologies to whoever designed this, but it's it literally looks like something you would send somebody whose dog just died. Like a, I'm sorry you lost your pet. <laughs> it's it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever read. And I like to read it sort of like an oracle. So I'll just open it up and I'll read you one. As we start to regain the true relationship between our personal intelligence, it'd be like our mind, our mental activity, and the spiritual wisdom that lies within we develop a higher degree of intelligence and common sense. This in turn clears up our misguided lives. Oh, this is a good one. An important thing to realize is that universal mind and personal mind are not two minds thinking differently, but two ways of using the same mind. Is this what Sydney Banks has to say about thought? I mean, not all, but some. Thought is a divine tool, nothing more, nothing less, only a tool. A wise person, like a good tradesman, uses this tool to the best of his or her ability. The power of thought is not self-created. Thought is a divine gift, which serves you immediately after you are born. Thought is the creative agent we use to direct us through life. Thought is the master key that opens the world of reality to all living creatures. Thought is the missing link that gives us the power to recognize the illusionary separation between the spiritual world and the world of form. I'm going to read that one again. Thought is, seeing as it's the title, thought is the missing link that gives us the power to recognize the illusionary separation between the spiritual world and the world of form. Thought on its own is a completely neutral gift. Thought is not reality, yet it is through thought that our realities are created. It is what we as humans put into our thoughts that dictates what we think of life. (sighs) Among the greatest gifts given to us are the powers of free thought and free will, which gives us the stamp of individuality enabling us to see life as we wish. These same gifts can also be the greatest weaknesses of humanity. We often lack the strength to change our minds, so we get stuck in the negative thoughts and behaviors of the past. The purer your thoughts are, the more love and understanding will be in your heart. Positive thoughts create a healthy mind and a stable life. As you sow, so you shall reap. So he goes on and on. I'll read some some other time. But it's... It's a really good book. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's really good. Really, really, really good. And I really love the cover now, I have to say. Um, Anxiety, anxious thoughts. 
I spent years battling anxiety. I mean, years. I used alcohol. I used food. I mean, I still probably use food a little bit. I mean, we all, it should be all use something all the time to cope. Addiction is not for just a, a, a lucky few. <laughs> you know, it, it, we all have something that we're coping with. And the more we deal with our anxiety and learn how to soothe ourselves, soothe our thoughts, recognize our thoughts, the less coping we have to do, the easier it is to handle our addictions. I just think about like mental health awareness month. You know, every single person is at risk for suffering from some sort of mental health issue. Everyone, everyone is at risk. You know, we're isolated, we're sleep deprived, we're undernourished. We spend too much time inside. We don't spend enough time outside. We don't eat clean food. We don't drink enough water or clean water. We don't exercise enough. Our immune system is under constant assault. You know, we have this lack of a healthy lifestyle and that's just on the physical, you know, we, and we spend so much time understanding that and dealing with that and addressing that, you know, if we're smart and almost Nobody spends any time really trying to understand where our experience is coming from. I highly recommend understanding the three principles or at least just read the missing link. We really need our body and our mind and our spirit to work together to be healthy. And we all know this, but we don't always know what to do about it. And it's tough to find areas of life that address all three things. Besides studying the three principles or reading about them or talking to somebody about them, me or a million other people, not a million, but there are hundreds of people to talk to about this. Breathing, 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 breathing. There's a reason why breath work is in the collective. And if we're not going to understand where our experience comes from, if we're not going to understand the role thoughts play in creating our reality then we can breathe and not get engaged or attached to our thinking. And so breath work has been something that has been profound for me. I'd like to talk a lot more about that. I'd also like to hear about your experiences, you know, with breath work. Modern breath work is very Wim Hof-y and it seems to be more about hyperventilation. <laughs> intentional hyperventilation, which made me more anxious. I tried it a few times with a few different facilitators and it made me kind of like high at first and then didn't really settle my nervous system in a long lasting way. So I've been studying traditional pranayama, which is where it all comes from anyway, and have had great experiences just learning how to breathe better, just learning how to really take a belly breath, really how to breathe deeply, and then really how to take a full chest breath and breathe into all areas of my chest. Not hold my breath so much when I'm stressed out, which is what we do. We start holding our breath. And so I'll talk more about that. See, just talking about it makes me want to take a breath bath. And that is something <laughs> I was thinking about forest bathing, I think one day, and I was like, okay, Take a breath bath. Actually, why don't you take a breath bath right now? Wherever you are, doesn't matter if you're driving or walking, you can take a deep breath, really into the belly, and then really into the chest. Fill it up in two parts. Take your breath and make it into two parts. So the first half of the breath goes into the belly. 
And then the second half of the breath goes into the chest and then out your nose. And by the way, always breathe through your nose for the most part when you're doing any kind of breathing exercises or breath work. In through the nose, out through the nose. And if you do it three times or six times or 10 times, you've just done a breath bath. Isn't that nice? And then just feel how your nervous system has shifted. I know mine has. It takes under a minute. It's the coolest thing. Our body's like this little old-fashioned radio dial, and we can literally dial down our nervous system right into the boring AM classical. (laughs) Get it right out of like rock and rock jocks and ads screaming at you. Just down to... WQEZ, classical public access radio. It's amazing. So breathe, breathe more. I'm going to declare right here that 2022 was the year I took control of my nervous system. The year I took control of my nervous system and learned how to modulate it once and for all. Not that I do it all the time, but I do it a lot more. We forget. We forget to take care of ourselves. We forget that we know how to take care of ourselves. We Each of us knows, even if we haven't learned anything or studied anything. You know, when Sid Banks talks about the universal mind, he's talking about God. He's talking about source, oneness, divine intelligence that we all have access to. It's as easy as taking an intentional breath and quieting the noise in our mind. And we have access to it. And it tells us how to take care of ourselves. It tells us how to slow down. And it's very cool to have such direct access to the universe. I mean, come on, that is cool. All right, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. I'll leave you with this. I spend so much time doing astrology. I teach astrology. I do readings for people. And a large focus of astrology for most astrologers is telling people who they are. The astrology I do is called evolutionary astrology. And so it's really talking about emotional memories and baked in habits that we're all kind of born with and we're referencing and trying to learn our way out of, trying to conscious our way out of. It's a really interesting thing to do this practice with people, this astrology practice with people and looking at someone's natal chart and saying, you know, oh, you're a Pisces and oh, you have a Taurus moon and telling people what that means. And I often wonder if there's a way to talk about astrology in a less definitive way. Like, what are we describing? Anyway, I think we're describing We should be describing something that we're not really describing as astrologers. I'll talk about that in another time. Astrology is incredible at describing anything that we're focused on it telling us, but I'm not so sure that astrologers are focused on exactly the right things in order to help people the most. I myself am trying to find out how to best use this tool called astrology. So no astrology now. Just breathe and buy The Missing Link. It's a really, really, really good book. It quiets the mind. I'm going to leave quietly now. I'm going to leave very, 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 very quietly. Okay, bye. Um...